Welcome everyone to another episode of me talking about minimalism here in the Philippines and my journey to minimalism. And today's topic is uh, really something that's uh, funny and at the same time a little annoying. Um, also just a uh, education for some who are going into minimalism or thinking about minimalism. It's all about misconceptions about minimalism and i think this is something that's true not just here in the philippines but around the world i think um especially on the internet there are a lot of misconceptions about minimalism and people who are trying to be minimalistic okay let's go Definitely number one to that is that minimalism is all about or includes even uh, interior decorating or minimalism is about interior decorating and it's uh, right and when we think about or a lot of us when we think about minimalism definitely what first comes to mind uh, aside from you know uh, giving up some things or decluttering or Uh, donating things or having less things is definitely a minimal I mean uh, a certain type of interior decorating at home where things are also white and there are pops of I mean not pops but accented by wood or black or yeah just things are all white and khaki just stick to those colors so it, it's all about interior decorating that there are just a few items or appliances at home i mean come on guys it, the, i don't think there's any subject or it, it, anyone is taught in interior decorate uh, or maybe you can correct me at, uh, if if i'm incorrect with this one But I'm not an interior decorator, but I don't think that there's a specific style, like a minimalistic, I mean, I know that's a term, style of interior decorating, but I don't think it's it should be trapped into this concept of it's just all white and then black and then pops of gray and um, maybe accented by wood, wood colors or earthen colors and things like that. Because I think... There goes the trap. There are people who like certain things. And minimalism is not about giving up everything, even the things that you like. There might be some people who like red in their interior decorating or interior decor. I mean, in like the color red and that makes them happy. And minimalism is all about removing the stuff that doesn't really contribute to your happiness and retaining the stuff that contribute to your happiness and if the color red or maybe rainbow colors or maybe lots of throw pillows in your living room uh, contributes to your happiness maybe that contributes to your happiness so you can have that you can retain that in your living room in your or maybe your what makes you happy is that you see a lot of posters and your posters make you happy so you can have them decorated proudly in your bedroom if you want and still be called a minimalist a minimalist and um yeah there's nothing wrong and it's not about interior decorating so 
sometimes I go into groups in Facebook and there are Facebook groups of minimalistic people or people who are in the minimum I mean advocating for minimalism or essentialism or leave or living intentionally and most posts are about I mean photos of their houses photos of their living room and there's nothing wrong with that but sometimes people think that that's all minimalism is and that's it that's what it real it that's the only thing that it stands for a type of interior decorating style but it isn't it's 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 not just that and it just also encourages people to i mean feel bad that their living room is a uh, color green and they have to paint it white so that they can be true-blooded minimalistic mi- minimalistic people what if you like your wall green or that part or section of your house blue or pink or yellow it doesn't matter what color that is but if that makes you happy you should you can retain that part of your wall that color in your life that color in your house so it's not about a certain type of aesthetic in terms of interior decorating and in even um, in the the color of your house or or your things it's not about that minimalism is not about owning white and black things or uh, yeah those things because if you're trying to go into the minimalist I, I feel I feel sorry for those who think that minimalism is that and feel bad if they don't have that kind of aesthetic in their houses or decorations in their living room or anywhere else in their house and yeah and then they don't consider themselves minimalists i'm a minimalist because of that but that's not really the case so don't feel bad if you have a red wall in your room or or in your house or everything in your house is colorful as long as those things make or add to your happiness or contribute to your happiness then it's okay to have those it doesn't have it doesn't mean that you should if you're a minimalist or journeying towards minimalism that you should paint everything white especially if you really can't afford it and minimalism is all about i mean freeing up accessing your life and um, hopefully devoting more things to the things you love and if interior decorating is not something you love and white walls not something you love then you shouldn't spend something or spend money to get white walls that's just my two cents in that so minimalism is not about interior decorating or it's not about just that okay a certain type of interior decorating The second thing is, I mentioned it, uh, it previously, which is white, black, and khaki. Those three colors. I'm sorry, in the background, there are dogs that are barking. They're just really playful at this time when I'm recording. And yeah, so khaki, white, and uh, black. And min- it's the same way with the interior design or interior decorating minimalism is not about colors it's not about colors at all it doesn't mean that you have a a red notebook that you are not a minimalist because it should be near the things you own should just be white black and khaki or earthen colors what if you like colorful things so and what if dogs bark while i'm recording it 
And I hope that you can still hear me. Yes, so minimalism is not about a certain type or a certain color. And it shouldn't be about colors. It's not about colors. The third misconception is less things or less everything. Less everything. I think that's the better term. Or, yeah, less everything and also synonymous to... uh, just removing all stuff, not having furnitures, for example. Because I know that there are minimalists who don't have furnitures, and if that makes them happy, then that makes them happy. It doesn't have to be what you do. You don't have to do the same thing. It's different for everyone. That's why there's no really... The definition is really what makes you happy. That's what you retain in your life or adds or contributes to your happiness. If it doesn't, then that's the thing that you remove. So minimalism doesn't necessarily mean that you own less of everything or you own nothing of the things that um, that are not considered essential. There are people who love art and art makes them happy. So if that makes them happy, even if it's really not essential in their lives, but it's essential in their happiness, then you can retain your art and have them placed proudly in your house or decorate them anywhere you want. Bring them with you if art is something, if that type of art that you want is something that you can fit in your bag. So it doesn't matter. You are still a minimalist, even if you own all the things that you that that make you happy uh, let's see and it's not a superficial happy that you have new shoes you're so happy you have these many I mean a, a lot of of, of uh, wow you own I mean you have to curate do these really make me happy or just illusion of happiness the reason why I own these things is to mask my own insecurity. So that's a deeper, deeper thing. So that's why minimalism is a journey. You'll find out throughout your journey which things really make you happy, which stuff really make you happy. And those are the only things that you retain. And it's a journey. You have to discover that for yourself. Nobody can dictate that. You know, um, paintings or books are not essential, so you remove them from your life. But if make if those books make you happy, you can retain them. You don't have to let them go. So, minimalism doesn't mean you don't own anything that is non-essential. That you only have one shoe. Uh, that I I believe minimalism is not just owning one shoe. I mean, if it makes you happy, especially if you need it in your work or anywhere else, it, it doesn't mean that you're not considered minimalist if you own more than. If what if it's your happiness to collect shoes? And that's, you've devoted your life to collecting shoes. It doesn't matter. And as long as, for example, you love collecting shoes, so keep your shoe collection, display them proudly in a very appropriate case or what, or shelf. And then, but you're not a, a ballpen collector, a pen collector, but you have tons of pens and Owning them doesn't really make you happy. So, and removing them from your life doesn't make you sad at also. Doesn't make you sad. So you can um, 
see how many pens you can just retain how many pens do you really need how many scissors do you need and for that matter how many pants do you need do owning these pants make you happy and if owning less of those pants uh owning less of those pants make you sad so or do you find that sometimes i mean those are the questions you have to ask yourself so Uh, it doesn't really matter how much of a, the stuff you own, as long as those stuff make those things that you own, you you have that you choose to retain, make you happy, make you happy, not anyone else, not everyone else. So yes, definitely you have to remove some things, but ask questions as you remove them from your life. For example, you have so many pots and pans and you don't use most of them. So you have to decide, do they make you happy? Do they contribute to your happiness? If not, then maybe it's time to donate or sell or give away some of those things. Some of your pots and pans. So things like that. But as long as they add or contribute to your happiness, it's okay to have those things. And that's even the same principle people apply when they go to... I mean, they move from a bigger house to a tiny house. So oh, I've watched a lot of those shows. And it, if it makes you happy, then you have to find a place. I mean, I think that's a very good uh, a practice for a minimalist. Is if you, what if you're moving to a tiny house? Which of the things in your life right now make you happy? And so which of the things you would want to have a place in your tiny house and would you give up let's say closet space so that you can have a place for your collection for your shoe collection so that means your shoe collection really is important to you and that makes you happy if you're w really willing to give some things up for that for that thing that makes you happy so yeah so keep them it doesn't necessarily mean you have all your own less of everything so maybe you own a lot of stuff of something kind of something because that contributes to your happiness okay oh another thing number four is for me uh, people think that if you're a minimalist if you're a minimalist that you're also vegan or vegetarian i don't know why that is maybe because those two practices are some form of lifestyle uh, choices and uh, yeah uh, and let me also just connect to that uh, that the number my number five is that people think that minimalist minimalists people or concept misconceptions that people minimalist people are thin Or very healthy in that case but yeah uh, people are normal <laughs> whether they're minimalist or not they can be vegan they can be meat eaters it doesn't necessarily mean I don't know why people bridge or just connect those two but yeah I think it's because they're both lifestyle choices and they're really good lifestyle choices I think For some people, being vegetarian or being vegan is like a dream because they would like to be to live healthy. And of course, we know that veggies and fruits are healthy and good for your body. Most of them are, and a lot of them are, especially if you don't have pre-existing conditions that um, 
do not, I mean, that go against certain kinds of fruits and vegetables because I know that there are diseases that are some that are probably uh, limit the type of fruits and vegetables that you eat. Maybe not a doctor, but um, from watching certain, I mean, I I think I've come across some people who've uh, jumped off shift or I mean, stop being vegan or vegetarian because their doctor said they need to eat more protein from, um, yeah, more certain type of protein that their body needs it. So, yeah, I, I can understand that. But, yeah, why do we connect vegan, vegetarian, and being thin? So that's my four and five. With minimalism, I just really don't know. Minimalist people don't starve themselves. I don't think pe- minimalists have that mantra of um, because we don't own we own less of these things and food is part of a thing I don't know and and that means we eat less food I don't know I don't think so so minimalist people definitely let's not expect us to be thin or vegan or vegetarian or them or yeah well, I'm transitioning to be one so I'm certainly not thin not vegetarian and not not vegan although I tried vegetarian before uh, worked out for at least a year yeah it's good but I wasn't able to sustain it anyway for that that's another story or maybe another episode but yeah so yeah minimalism misconception that people who are minimalist are vegan vegetarian and that they are thin be frugal I, frugal being frugal can be part of minimalism but uh, doesn't necessarily mean that we buy or minimalist people buy cheap inexpensive i mean as a rule to buy cheap or inexpensive options because minimalism is about also because you own less of things of some things that are that don't really bring you happiness but you need them for example you need a running shoe pair of running shoes you need a pair of running shoes because you work out or you just need one because of your job or you just need one for whatever reason that may be and that doesn't necessarily make you happy but you need that so because you only buy one as a rule because it's not something that makes you happy you only need one then minimalist people are advised to buy the high quality version of that running shoe or pair of running shoes yeah running shoe pair a pair left and right so yeah so it's always advice that we buy the best that will last us for a long time. So minimalists be, minimal, minimalist people usually buy high quality. Doesn't necessarily mean that they're the pricier ones, but usually they are. And maybe in, in most cases they are, but it definitely has the, the criteria has to be that it's high quality. If it's something that you you need and you only 
need to have one of or a few of. So that extends to many things like clothes, high quality clothes. So minimalist people are not frugal in the sense that we don't like to buy expensive things. We just want to buy high quality items. So if you're a minimalist, doesn't mean that you go and buy, let's say, underwear because it's a need. It's not really something, for me, it's a need. It's not something that makes me happy. Um, I know that there are people, for them it's different, but for me, it's just a necessity. So I don't go and, uh, but I don't go buy underwear that I know will tear in just one or two uses. So I go buy underwear that's high quality. And even if it's, so I, I've started to change the brand of the ones I'm using. So removing the ones that are, you know, I mean, the the gardener is messed up already. Just, and now investing on high quality underwear. So because like many, I guess, uh, I've also, I used to buy things that are cheap because I thought I was saving money, but I wasn't. So it just so happens I'm a frugal shopper now, not because, or maybe because I'm a minimalist, but I'm wiser, I think, um, in my shopping habits. Before I was just frugal, now I'm just smarter by buying higher quality products that I don't need to replace every so often. So minimalism doesn't equate frugality. But definitely advice to if you just if you're just going to own one of a certain thing or and you need that you know you're gonna use it all the time then buy the best quality or the better quality than the one you're meaning to buy because it's just cheap so buy better quality Now, I think the last of the misconception I have is that minimalist people are clean and organized all the time or OC. No. And that's probably one of the biggest misconceptions that minimalist people or at least those who are striving to be minimalist or achieved a certain level of minimalism is that they're really organized people it's just it's easier to be more organized if you own less of the things less things like yeah so it's easier to organize i for me i can speak for myself and i know matt diavella also told i mean told his viewers in one video that he isn't clean and org i mean organized all the time he is a messy person as well, and I am that too. I mean, I, I organize, I love organizing. I love making sure that my table is very clean and free from clutter, but it doesn't it doesn't stay that way for a long, long time, especially if I'm using my workstation for doing things, for actually working. So 
there are some times that some notebooks are going to be out in the open and not where they should be. There are certain things on the table that they shouldn't be there, like care ties and things like that. But yeah, if you're journey to minimalism because you own less stuff, I can imagine that um, it's easier to clean up spaces. So people think that minimalist people are... Uh, really clean and organized all the time so that's not the case people are people so maybe there are some minimalist be- minimalists that are really clean and organized and neat with their things all the time but not all so it doesn't equal it's not it does not equate that you're a minimalist and that you're or highly organized at home or with your things so yes so i yeah i think that's the last one that's it for this episode i hope that you learned something i'm sure there are a lot more minimalism uh, uh, misconceptions out there that i haven't included included in this uh in this episode and so just send me those minimalism or tell me what those minimalism misconceptions you think are out there that i have i'm really curious i'm genuinely curious to to know because these are the things that i'm basing from how how people have interacted with me and some of the forums discussions from the internet from facebook groups that i belong to uh yeah that i've come up and sometimes when i encounter them i just wow i just i just don't know what to react but yeah so for example i'm sorry i'm adding this as a rant there's one person who's trying to uh ask for ask for advice from us members of the group and facebook and that person they have 18 cats and she loves her cats so 18 cats but it ruined her sofa and she was asking if she should get just a wooden one wooden one and maybe upholster it with something that is pet friendly more pet friendly or should they just keep the one that they have and reupholster it with yeah or reupholster it i didn't i mean and there was one person who commented and said that she should just get rid of her 18 cats and just choose one that's her favorite and just stay with one and keep just one cat and that's ridiculous minimalism is not about exact not about owning less things it's not all about that it's about less of the things that really do not add to your happiness so if her cats add happiness so i just pity people who think minimalism is a certain way that it it shouldn't be and it just traps some people and i mean they they feel bad because they're not a minimalist because they're not a certain type they they don't own a certain thing or color of certain thing or their wardrobe doesn't look exactly like the ones that they see on the internet so 
Yeah, so there is a front, a minimalism mainstream front that people see and think that that is what minimalism should be. And there's even just one more I think I can add and I can think of and then uh, that yeah maybe I'll do a second a part two of this and because as I'm talking right now I can think of other misconceptions that uh, people think about minimalism minimalists or about minimalism as a lifestyle so yes I hope that I was able to address at least the most common ones Send me a message if you think that I've missed certain things that that you want me to put across on next episode. And I hope that everyone in this journey of minimalism, let's not be too hard on ourselves. We will fall. We will fall back to bad habits or to habits we had before. Not necessarily bad habits, but habits we had before. But doesn't mean that it's the end of the world. So minimalism is a journey it's not a one-time decision and you are bam minimalist now and it, it it is a journey and it answers certain questions about yourself as you go on with your journey and you learn more about yourself as you go on with that journey and i'm journeying it too and i'm learning more about myself and i hope that it you make this a fun journey don't don't set certain rules about minimalism don't set rules about minimalism for yourself because there isn't really any rule except that you keep things that make you happy and own less of the things that don't make you happy that's really just a rule so just just be happy do the things that make you happy without care in the world as long as you're not hurting anyone and you're not it's not a sin so just do them and follow your dreams and just keep things that make you happy and just be happy oh i just wish everyone is happy that's all and i hope that this episode made you happy a little bit if not then i hope my next episodes will and yeah have a great day